I'm not understanding what you're saying. What do you do for a living? Living from where? How do you make free? Baby, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying Natural dear, we didn't hear saying Nana Ajemai or Usu. Yajemai no soon to me, Joe. Gia, what do you have? Jenna spell a man, Nana, no, yeah. N A N A, Nana, Saint Tamu, and Ajemai is also yeah. A J H M N Ajemai. Mimi Dienye, sana usu wobi, nanu so first name wobi apega. Let me see everybody start nice and this car. And then everybody raises us hands up. This is my satinizer. satinizer. How much can I say? Hand satinizer, professor. Sanitizer. So when one can cross your blood for a shaman, for me, for a shaman of faith. Hand sanitizer. That's a pen, what can you come back to? Yes, First one, 30 seconds, wait, my mother will It is easy. Baby, I'm Please, please. You are invited. We are your tongue, You are in. I'm going to South District. I'm going to say, England matches on the map. I'm going to say, I'm going to as a man, it is your fundamental human right, it is moral, it is even biblical for you to suck breast. <laughs> it is your duty for you to do what? Suck breath. How can you be a man and say you don't suck breath? You are mad. Morally, when you were young, breath used to be your only source of survival. Breath was your source of life. Now you are growing old. And you want to forget the days of your little beginning. <laughs> I want to hear you say, Shock Breath! Make- Look here, my friend. Our problem is our leaders. You remember our great great grandmother? Yeah, sent one. Did she depend on World Bank? Did she depend on our brother? She didn't. Right? Then you change. Oduma Kuma, Tradium Pong, Woso Woso, Otutu Tata, you know, Baba Bibi Baba. You don't stand up for your rights. Democracy means if you do not criticize your condition, you understand, you are traitor to the nation. Go, go see the castle. Go and see the people they got there. Dr. Kwame Naminimshi, he's there. Professor Dr. Mwasam Kwame Mishai, he's there. Dr. Professor Emeritus Kitwabiana Mishredi, he's there. Nanok Kuntumpo the first, he's there. You know, uh, evangelist, bishop, Asori Sikakwana Mishredi, they are there. You know, they don't do... 
I thank you. Clap for your hands. Clap for your hands. You yourself clap for your hands. I could be a symbol because he lets you with your woof up by winner Fukra. Let's win. Oh, winner Fukra. Let's win. It's our confidence also. Of course, you should be. You should be. Then one. Because my whole lesson is any came on. And I will be sure. Yes. Always in my court election, I'm in top order. Went for goal. Goalkeeper's missed it. We've been waiting 12 years for this. So drink it in. Ronnie's back where he belongs. Short. He's gone 40 yards. He finds Ronaldo. Ronaldo reclaims his stage. He's done it again. Wreathed in red. Restored to this great gallery of the game. A walking work of art. Vintage, beyond valuation, beyond forgery or imitation. 18 years since that trembling teenager of touch and tease first tiptoed onto this storied stage. Now in his immaculate maturity, CR7 reunited. Now, for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world on HBO pay-per-view. Ladies and gentlemen, from Mandalay Bay, Las Vegas, uh, let's get ready to rumble! All right, so time check is 18 minutes after 6 on your superstation, Love 99.5 FM. Good morning and thank you very much for choosing this dial. It's another wonderful Saturday morning. The 6th of May, 2023. And already we can all see how fast the year is running anyway. So the 6th of May, 2023, we are here to bring you the latest in the world of sports. We are going to keep you company between now and 9 a.m. when we cross over to Joy 99.7 to bring you news for my name. is Delali Atiasi. I'm here with the rest of the team. And we promise it's going to be yet another exciting morning being with you wherever you are. (laughs) 
Yes, as we do every Saturday, we bring you fixtures of the Italian Serie A, the English Premier League, the German Bundesliga. Today, there's not going to be La Liga fixtures because when you go to Spain, it's going to be the Copa del Rey final between Real Madrid and Osasuna. But today we are going to stay uh, quite, um, quite a time longer. We are going to keep um, some time um, in Italy because uh, we are going to talk about Napoli. After 33 years, they've won the Scudetto. Did it in grand style over the week, um, in the course of the week when they drew with Udinese. And that handed them the Scudetto after 33 years. And one name has been synonymous with this title. Uh, this title. And it's a Nigerian striker, Victor Osimen. He scored that goal for Napoli on Wednesday. And he has written his name in the record books there in Italy. We'll bring you all the details in here. And Napoli are saying that their chief, Ariello De Laurentiis, uh, De Laurentiis, says that there is no way the club is going to sell Victor Simen in the summer. I made links to Manchester United. Can they hold on to their prized assets? Aurelio Di Laurentiis says that no, he's not for sale. But time will tell. The spotlight is going to be on Napoli today. Unfortunately, they had wanted to, you know, crown this um, this title with a win last weekend at the Diago Armando Maradona Stadium. They couldn't do it, but they did it on Wednesday. Congratulations to Napoli. I don't know whether we have Napoli fans here in Ghana. And then we are going to do more in here as um, Jude Bellingham will have to settle for only being Real Madrid's second highest earner behind one star who really even plays as they offer him a huge six-year deal with an £875 million release clause. But what's happening to Mbappe, Kylian Mbappe and Real Madrid? Well, we'll bring you all the details in here. And Chelsea, we here are plotting a move for £40 million rated goalkeeper Andre Unana. So which of the Chelsea goalkeepers is going to leave? Now, Pep Guardiola is telling Calvin Phillips to show him he deserves to stay at Man City amid speculation. The £45 million rated England midfielder could leave the summer over lack of playing time. And former Bayern Munich manager Julian Nagelsmann is holding talks with Tottenham Hotspur. Lionel Messi has apologized to PSG for his unauthorized trip to Saudi Arabia. Will this apology be taken in good faith after the fans stormed his residence to chant that they don't need him at the club any longer? It was not just about Lionel Messi anyway. Neymar also suffered the same fate as well as Marco Verratti. These are the players the PSG fans says they don't want to see at the club next season. Lionel Messi has been suspended for two weeks. Neymar is out with injury. Will these two ever play for PSG again? And we hear that Todd Bowley sometime last month was in France trying to see whether he could negotiate to get Neymar to play for Chelsea. Chelsea fans, would that be a good addition for you? Will you be happy to have Neymar in your fold? It won't be a bad addition though. 
And meanwhile, in the English Premier League, Liverpool have increased the chase for the top four finish. But they have Manchester United and Newcastle to fight for that spot with some five matches to spare. Unfortunately for Liverpool, they've got four matches to go. But Newcastle and Man United all have five matches more to go. Advantage still goes their way. But back home, we also have some issues to be discussing here on the show this morning. In the course of the week, we spoke to, uh, we had an exclusive interview with former Kumasi Mayor Kojo Bonsu, and he says that the major problem with Kumasi Asante Kotoko is the impatience of the fans. And he says Keto Krekus GFA are doing well. And he also spoke about sports financing. We'll play you back that interview here on the show this morning. Do something on the Bet Power Premier League. And we speak to Yusuf Chipsa of the Professional Football Association of Ghana, PFAG. We are going to discuss a wide range of issues, a wide range of issues here this morning with him. And then our guest, our guest, our guest, our guest itself today is going to be Dr. Randy Abbey. He's the executive council member of the Ghana Football Association and owner of Pando Heart of Lions. With some five games to go, Pando Heart of, Heart of Lions are staging a comeback to the Premiership here in Ghana. After eight years in the wilderness, Pando Heart of Lions have qualified for next season's Bedpower Ghana Premier League. We'll speak to Randy and find out how difficult it's been the last eight years before getting this promotion. The Black Meteors have been paired against Guinea, Morocco and Congo for the under 20 Africa Cup of Nations. And then we'll do something on hockey because the 2023 National Hockey Championship will be held in Kumasi. And we are going to speak to an executive board member of the Hockey Association, Isaac Graham, on the show here this morning. He tells you we have a packed show this morning. And you join us with your text messages on 055-11-11-995. And let's hear your thoughts on what we're discussing on the show here this morning. My name once again is Delali Atiasa. Steve Zando is already in the studio. I hope Javier Clemente and um, Fifi Manfred are all going to join in a moment. Monsieur Zando. Monsieur Dela. Ça va? Um, <laughs> What's that? This is uh, You are a graduate. Don't tell me you're ambush. You go, you go school. You know do French. You know French. Yeah. Oh, I a think, little think, bit of French. I think I had six. Bonjour. Um, um, JHS, yeah. Bonjour. Uh, bonjour. Say, ça va? Ça va. Oh, uh, come on. Je vais très bien. Don't disappoint me this morning. Je vais très bien. Don't disappoint me this morning. Je vais très bien. Très bien? Okay. <laughs> But I thought you'd be in England this morning for uh, the coronation of King Charles oh, II. Or you, you your post know the catch there. If you are talking about trips to England, I will talk about you now. Oh, no, no, I beg you. I'm saying that. I thought you should be there. I mean, big man like you. You should be given, you should be given a place. Javier did not also go. Hey, the coronation of but King if, Charles if, and you people if, are here in Ghana. If we are talking about proper trips to England, we should, we should mention you. I'm sure, probably if you are putting a request for a visa to go and, uh, how do you call it, observe, observe and be part of this, <laughs> they will give you. People have slagged. <laughs> <laughs> Clemente, 
Yes, sir. Good morning. Good morning. Clean shaving, Clemente. Yeah. Yeah. I did hear some of you with you. Master. I have you, Clemente. Okay, how are you? It's okay, it's okay. That's that's enough. And last week, there was a beautiful party here. I am much runner. 28 minutes after six. I am much runner. Oh, no, no, no. But how can he be a much runner? He's only one. Hey, but this is the body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know. It's only one. It's only one. Like a coastal. Like a coastal. I, I, I was doing a bit of research on uh-huh. Heart of Lions, and I yeah. realized their nickname is. You see, you see the way Stevie is shivering. Maybe what he's wearing will not help him at all. Giant killers or Ziwanu. I don't know if you can have me with the meaning of what Ziwanu. Heart of Lions. I'll have to take a look at that again, and then maybe give give a a correct pronunciation and an understanding to it. So you can spell it. D Z I W O A N U. The one <laughs> Heart of Lions back in the Ghana Premier League. Really, eh? yeah. And to all our patrons who came to join us for the Fufu Party last Monday, we thank you very much. Such an extraordinary day it was. Javier Clemente had a nice time <laughs> together with the rest of the boys. <laughs> Asanka Boyoyo. Uh, Asanka's guy, what's his name? Ogidi Brown. Ogidi Brown. DJ Ogidi Brown. DJ Ogidi Brown. Because he get Kapa Bruta. And Zekidi. Yeah, they were all in attendance. Very good. Nice one. Shakespearean. Shakespeare got it wrong. Have you here? Todd Bolle was in France uh, sometime last month and um, basically to talk to PSG and see whether they can release Neymar for Chelsea. Will it be a good addition to you people? <laughs> that, that guy doesn't know what he's doing. Who, who, who is that guy? <laughs> Todd, Todd Bully? Yes. Oh, really? No, he doesn't know what he's doing. You think so? He doesn't know what he's doing. But he's got people around him who... But, but, but what, what, we, what, what we need Neymar for? At this time, at this time, at this, at this, this trying time that Chelsea finds himself in, is, is Neymar going to be a solution to the problem that we have? He's not. Okay. Even at PSG, <laughs> Neymar... Contribution at PSG for me is not even. In fact, the fans want him out. Yes, yeah, so so they are taking big money. He, Messi, and the other guys are taking big and money. And unfortunately for PSG, he's got yeah. three years more on his contract. Hmm. Three years. If he wants him, that's his problem. But for me, I don't think that uh, we, we need we need Neymar this time. Hmm. We don't need him. Anyway, what what we need is a very good coach. That is what we need. A coach who, because we have a lot of talent, very very good players, young guys who have signed very long term contracts with the team. So we need somebody who is up there, top-notch coach, to to make sure that he guys the guys for for them to excel. Unfortunately, Ateta is not available. Probably he could have been a, a good replacement for you. Ateta? Ah, of course. But somebody who has topped the EPL <laughs> for most part of this season, just the last two matches he flipped. And don't you don't you think? Well, how, how, how long has he been in the EPL? Oh, but, um, but if you are using Lampard, why can't you use? Ateta? No, no. But how long has Ateta been in the EPL? No, as a coach of Arsenal, this is third season. But but being in England for coaching, it's been six years or five years, five and a half. Because he spent over two seasons with Man City. Very good experienced coach. Okay. Yeah, sure. But the la- mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I think I may disagree with you to some extent. You know, you look at the current setup of Chelsea. Yeah. They need that sort of mentality monsters in the team. 
So, for example, if Neymar comes in for the short term, he's going to bring a lot on the table. Neymar. If you look at the... This current Neymar. Exactly. (laughs) If you look at the forward players of Chelsea, Kai Havertz, Mudrik. I mean, for... for, for Pulisic. Exactly. So, for the interim, I mean, between now and maybe the next two seasons, Neymar can give you some extraordinary things in the English Premier League. Really? And look, Neymar is a Brazilian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's very skillful. And if Neymar gets a very good coach who can always discipline him on the field of play, he's going to give his best. We saw Neymar at Barcelona and he's just 31 years. I mean, in terms of football, 31 years is. You caught you you 31 years. Just. So, so he's, he's quite old. But I'm saying that for now, Chelsea needs some mentalities in the team. They don't have. We don't need We don't need So them. maybe Neymar coming to Chelsea for the long term may be a wrong move. But for. For the short period, I think it is going to, I mean, bring a lot of gains to the club. I mean, Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. If Neymar is available, we, we don't, we don't need Neymar. We we don't need him. No, we don't. For instance, no, we have we have we have a we have a, a manager who who doesn't know what he's doing, and a, a, a club owner who, who club owner who also doesn't know what he's about. I mean, at one point he says this, the next day he says that. Clearly, he has lost focus. What he wants Chelsea to achieve. He says it's a long-term project. I don't know what it means by a long-term project. Because if you are pursuing a long-term project, then you must have people who who will be who will be aligned with the project that you want to you want to pursue. For the players, I'm sure fine. Because if you look at the 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 the, the players that Chelsea has assembled, and if you look at their ages, they are they are relatively very very young guys, very very young guys okay. who have signed very very long-term contracts, extensive contract with the team. But up there. In terms of the the the, uh, the the technical direction, it's what Chelsea is lacking. Because Graham Potter didn't help us. Neither is Frank Lampard. But okay, let's take a listen to Todd Bully just briefly. He's he's been um, speaking about the future and how he feels that um, uh, he's going to figure out what I mean the best thing to do for Chelsea to make sure that you guys um, get back to your old glory days. Unlike in the U.S., there's no unions, so there's a market for top players in every country in the world. So I think there's a lot that we've learned about the different markets, and as you said, the fans are demanding, and you know they want to win, and we get that. We want to win. So you know, I think our view though was that this is a long-term project, and you know we're committed to the long term, uh, and we very much believe that we're going to figure it out. Okay, all right. So Todd Bully, therefore, you still talking about? I mean, um, the progresses they want to make. Um, he's saying that well, it's a long term project, and mm-hmm. so um, you guys, you just have to take it easy, and definitely you get there. Definitely are you aware that? No, but but easy, easy. How? I Me, mean, I don't, I don't. <laughs> how much? Why must we take it easy? I mean, the direction. It's just it's a long term project. Clear, clear, yeah. clear, the signs are not right. Fine, it's long term sure. project. Everybody sure. agrees that it's a long term project. Judging from the players that we have assembled, clearly we can see. Some 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 sense in what he said, because if you have players who are between twenty, about twenty-two years, and we sign them for about five years, six years, seven years, then clearly you want them for a long-term project. But what I'm also saying is that if you are going long-term, you must have somebody who will lead you to go the long-term. You don't just sign players and say we are going the long-term. What the other important aspect of achieving that long-term project is overlooked: the technical direction. Yeah. Now, Lampard, how many games has he played as a Chelsea manager? Six. He's lost all the six games. Yeah. Six games, six losses, considered as many as about 12 goals. 
We scored only two goals. In fact, in, in 57 of... days today, Chelsea are here to celebrate a win. Yes, that's what I'm saying. In the month of April... <laughs> in three days to yes, two in, in the month of April, Chelsea scored only one goal. That was uh, Conor Gallagher's deflected goal. One goal in the month of April. And against Arsenal, Noni Madweke also came on and scored. That is in May. Huh? So he tells you that clearly... I mean... That, that, things are not right. That things are not right. We are not getting the wins. And if, if you go to... The Premier League history. What Lampard has done. He's nowhere ne- been near the, the, the one with the worst record in the Premier League. Hmm. Huh? The one with the worst record in the Premier League in terms of the number of goals, the number of uh, matches that he's lost. It's uh, this is Daniel Farke. He was at uh, Norwich. Remember him? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah 2019, 2019. Yeah. My voice today, yeah, yeah. my voice, my voice, my voice is, I don't know what that, 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 that <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm beginning to get, uh, normally when I, when I'm, I'm getting cold, that, yeah, that's what sure. I'm, my okay. throat, my anyway. throat and everything. All right, um, but, we'll be but, doing more, we'll okay. be doing more, but, but today I want us to take a critical look at Napoli yeah. and all they've done in there. Uh, I mean, in 33 years, winning their first Scudetto and um, their man, uh, Victor Simen, the Nigerian international, setting some records in there. He has become the second um, Nigerian to win the three after Obafemi Martins did it with Inter Milan. And um, he has now equaled AC Milan and African great George U.S. record, the highest African uh, goal scorer in the Italian three R. He's got 64 goals since joining Napoli in 2020. And he has overtaken Samuel Eto to become Africa, Africa's, um, the, the African with the most goals scored in a season in the three R. He's got 22 now, and they've got five matches more to go. And there is the... I mean, there is the high expectation that he could even score more before the end of the season, Victor Simen. But before that, Zandu, um, I think we have the foreign tidbits ready, right? Okay, yeah. <clears throat> but I was going to tell you that. Yeah, sure, fine. I in, mean, in, tell in, me. In the course of the week, Jose Munio rejected that approach from Chelsea. Yeah, that, oh. was, that was the story that yeah, came through in the course of the week. And, and so, and who? so, and so, you saw that. Who wants Mourinho? Well, who reported that? I was, going to, I was going to ask. Who reported that? it? Reports in, in, in Italy. Yes. Reports in Italy. Yeah, there was an initial approach from Chelsea. You don't want you know, I don't believe those those stories. Don't, you, don't, you don't have to believe them. But you don't need Moreno? Who? Moreno at this time. We don't need Moreno at this time. No. <laughs> you think he's lost his coaching? No, no, no. Not uh, that. But he, he's high-tempered. I mean, we need somebody who will calm the waters for us. Huh? Okay. Somebody who, the, this gentle, that's why maybe Pochettino is, 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 is being courted because he's one, one person <laughs> who is, is, what is the home for? No, but if, when Chelsea wanted to win the Premier League for the first time in 50 years, Jose Mourinho delivered that. That was then. That's what he's trying to he say. He came back then. about eight years ago and won the Premier League trophy for them again. That was then. That was why, then. why is it not possible? Did he win the Premier League the second time? Of course. Yeah, okay. he did. In the second okay. season, he won the Premier mm. League. That was, that was then. But, but, playing but, champagne football. But, but, but champagne football Which with Oscar Hazard, Mata and the likes. With William Hazard, Oscar Fabregas, Nemanja Matic. If he plays champagne football, would uh, the owner at that time, Roman Abramovich, want somebody, a manager who will let them play very good football? Like the way Manchester City and Arsenal used to play those days. I mean, <laughs> he wanted somebody to play that champagne football that Steve talked about. But Mourinho will not give you champagne football. Mourinho will give you purely defensive style, parking bars, and things like that. That's what he will give you. Jose Mourinho's against it at Chelsea. But but we don't. You see, the problem with Chelsea now is 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 not Mourinho's to solve. I don't think that Mourinho is the type who can solution. No no no, he can't. Young guys, very very young guys, who who need somebody who can mentor them. And 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 if you look at Mourinho and his style, uh, he's so high tempered, he's quick tempered, and uh, he's. 
<laughs> no nonsense type of thing. Fine to I don't think you need you need that. No, we we need a clear balance between the two. You see, somebody who will, will, will calm the waters to some extent, and somebody who also coming with those high 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 standard handedness, just like uh, we didn't have in. Are there issues on a, in the dressing room of Chelsea? No, but I I after after we look after I we listen lost, to sorry sorry I listen to Raheem Sterling. Um, this dawn mm-hmm. on Sky Sports. Okay. I think we should try and see whether we'll get that voice. Okay. On Chelsea, and he says that they need a manager. They need, I mean, in a sense, he's talking about getting a good manager. That's what he's saying. That they need a good manager. Someone who who the players can understand. So, so is it the last? And he granted that interview on Sky all, Sports. All the things have suggest that Chelsea needs that coach who instills the winning mentality at the club. Yeah. Now, the difference between this Chelsea setup and that setup that won the 2012 Champions League is, is this team lacks, you know, that mentality. They don't have confidence anymore. So, you need a big name manager who comes in and instills that winning mentality in the players. And you are telling me Jose Mourinho cannot do that at Chelsea? Chelsea's, but this is what he's Chelsea, noted for. Chelsea's issue, for me, is not only about confidence. It's also about some players who have also loved their form. Yeah. Some players who have lost their form completely. And, 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 well. and what is Sterling saying? Raheem Sterling. Yeah. That's how he's been playing all the time and he been scoring. So if we're No, but, but you see, after 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 a defeat to Arsenal, you know what happened? People were talking about Obamia and the number of touches that he had. How many? Nine. And I said that four four were just uh, kick kick or, or something or five or, were just kick or something. But but but, 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 but was he was he was he was he giving the service that he needed in that particular game? He wasn't. No, he was he was just isolated up front, just like in our case, for instance, we have Nyaki Williams and other guys come to play for us, and they have issues with 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 service. With service, yes, yeah, supplies. So, yeah, supplies. A striker tries on that, and once the striker doesn't get it, definitely he's not going to have more touches to the ball. And nobody, okay. nobody after that Arsenal game talked about Raheem Sterling in that game. For me, he was the worst Chelsea player on, on, on the afternoon when Chelsea played against Arsenal. Losing possession here and there, straight passes all over the place. And how many minutes did he, did he play? He played 45 minutes plus, some minutes in the second half. And nobody mentioned it. What has been Raheem Sterling's contribution to the course of Chelsea ever since he was, uh, he was, uh, he was, he was born from Manchester City? How many goals? How many goals has he scored for us? Virtually, yes. So that's the point I'm making. That we, if you have Raheem Sterling, who has lost form, and nobody is talking about it because it's English, and people are talking, and people are quick to talk about Aubameyang. If you have Messi Mount, who is also lost form, and even Rhys James, when he came back from the injury, Messi Mount and Rhys James are yeah, 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 yes. Even Rhys James, when he came back from the injury, look at his look at his performance for Chelsea. He's completely down. All right. So, so, so most of the most of the key players for me. Are not in the form that you expect them to have, especially at the level that the, the, the Premier League is. And you have a manager in Frank Lampard or even Graham Potter who constantly will play those players. He will play those players on any given day. Whilst he had a lot of options available. Who, 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 look at uh, Madrike when we played against uh, Arsenal. Look at his contribution. But he's been on the sidelines yes. for long. Yes, and Chukwe Meke and the other guys. Mudrik and the other guys when he came on in the sky half, we all saw we, 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 we all saw their contribution. But he will play, he will play Raheem Sterling, he will play Conor Gallagher. Huh? He will play those English guys who contribute nothing for the first 45 minutes, or even most part of the second half. 
and 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 and, and they keep the good guy, the, the good guys that you expect to, to be on the field to to help your cause to help you at least get a point or even to win a game. Some of them are not even selected for the match this squad. Okay, so it's 17 minutes to 7 here on your Superstation Love 99.5 FM. Program is kick off. Fifi Manfred, good morning to you. Um, how are you doing? You're welcome. Bonjour. Good. I, I, heard, I heard the young man. He was yeah. to speak. He was struggling. It's, it's, it's yeah. where he had Yeah, school. he was struggling. He didn't, they didn't prioritize it's, it's, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me well, just struggling, you yeah. struggling with yeah. which language? Francais, Francais. French. Yeah. So, compare Francais? No, you know, you should I compare from But you are, you are surrounded by French speaking nations. You should compare French. Why should I compare French? Your name is is French name. No, 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 no. But you know, the funny thing is when at Tabaskari school, at Tabaskari school, we used to have two, two, two points: one entry, one exit for the classroom. So you enter, you, you, you can use either the entry and the, the entry point as the exit point at the same time. But they were two, two, two doors. Uh, the French mistress will go this way, we'll go the other way. <laughs> as far as she enters, who has it? <laughs> That's entry and exit. Entry and exit for French. <laughs> Beautiful! Magisterial Barcelona! Zano, have you said why should I compare? Why should I compare Francis? Zano, Zano, let's 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 do the French <laughs> So, mm, okay, no, Paris Saint Germain for Lionel Messi has apologized for his unauthorized mm. trip to Saudi Arabia that has led to him being suspended by the French club. But but so, just sorry, mm. sorry to cut him. But what do you, what do you make of the reaction of those uh, PSG so fans? Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's, it's, it's bad over there. Oh yeah, I mean, um, if nothing at all. <laughs> He, he has played a role for PSG. Mm-hmm. And it was not only um, um, Messi. Yeah, they went at Neymar. Mm-hmm. Then they went at Marco Verratti as well. Mm-hmm. Have they soon forgotten about their contributions to the club since may- they joined? May- maybe these supporters wanted the UEFA Champions League. And with the inclusion of these top stars, they have not been able to achieve that yet. And that's why for me, fine. M- Messi, Messi has done very well because I mean he has won the French Liga title for Paris Saint-Germain. But for me, in terms of the two years that he has stayed at the, the um, Paris Saint-Germain, I think that he has been a failure because look at the standard that he set for himself at Barcelona. Automatically, Messi's inclusion in the PSG setup should push them to the UEFA Champions League trophy. Oh, but they should but factor in his age and all that. I, I know, but like, if you look at the two, the last two UEFA Champions League involving Paris Saint-Germain, they have not even crossed their last 16. Before, before anyway. Messi came, they had played the final, they had played the semi-finals. And when you sign a big name, a player who for me is the greatest player of all time automatically should get you to the final. But okay. he's not be able to achieve that. Anyway. And that's why right. most of the supporters are disappointed. And I, I think that Messi is not really inspired of playing club football after, after, after annexing the World Cup. You look at his performance and how inconsistent he has been in the French Liga after the World Cup in Qatar. Clearly tells you that I think that the guy really doesn't want to play football all right. for a club side. Okay. Hmm. Mm. So let, let me quote his apology. Actually, he released a video. So yeah. this is what he said in that video. I thought he we had a day off after Sunday's 3-1 home league. He league-er. thought? Yes. <laughs> First of all, I want to apologize to my teammates and the club. Honestly, I thought we were going to have a day off after the game like we did in previous weeks. I had this trip organized, which I had earlier cancelled. I could not cancel this one again. I repeat, I want to say sorry for what I did. I'm waiting to hear what the club wants to do with me. But but to say that he thought that they they, they had a day off is it's unacceptable yeah. because mm-hmm. if you're in a club, there is a way they communicate to yes. you 
whether you have a free day mm -hmm. or not. And mm -hmm. if you don't have that communication, how do you just decide mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. you, you, you thought that or you think that you had a free day when you know you didn't have? No, no, but, but a lot. You could have just given a, a straight apology other than, you know, yeah. bringing in those. Even if you have a free day. I mean, within France, I'm sure you can move You can move around within mm -hmm. France. But when you move outside France. For a day off. Yes, I if mean, you want to go like... outside France to Saudi Arabia, then definitely you must, you must consult course, your employer. Of course, because you're traveling. You, you, have, are, you have to consult your employer. You're moving overseas. You yes, you have you to know. consult your employer. Before you and you had a day off. Assuming you guys had a day off, like I've been saying, one day, and you want to go to Saudi Arabia. Ah. He can fly on a private jet, so that one is no problem. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Now, let's look at the fixtures coming up this weekend in the English Premier League. At 2 p.m. today, we've got... Bournemouth versus Chelsea. Maybe hey. Chelsea is going to get their first win under hey, new boss. Away. Yeah, new boss at the Vitality Stadium. <laughs> under new boss Frank Lampard. Now, Chelsea boss Frank Lampard was asked if he's hurting about the current situation of the club. This is the answer he gave. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not hurting because yeah. I, I don't know why it might be me, but I've been part of this club through big success. So, you know, when you see uh, the highs and lows that sport, any sport can give you moments of adversity. I think we, we at Chelsea have been pretty fortunate for 20 years. And, and I think, you know, when the spotlight is on you, it's on you. And you, as a, as a professional player, coach, um, you have to understand and handle that because every other team will have their moments of these periods. And even as a fan base, I think you have to, yeah, you can be frustrated, you want more whatever but i also think you know you can be very uh, understanding of what's been in the last 20 years at chelsea football club okay so that was chelsea boss frank lampard he says he's not, yeah, he's not hurting he's not hurting he's not hurting no i say and corner who's that he can care but i mean he's not hurting if you care you should be hurting oh really of course hey <laughs> of course, of course, <laughs> you of should, course he should be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> now same time, Man City we played against Elise in another day. Etihad. I know Della will follow this particular game with keen interest. Yeah, I'll follow. Have you mm, even yeah, followed Man City versus Elise? <laughs> but Javier doesn't care about this fixture. I <laughs> don't even care about the chess game. <laughs> what, what do you speak of this fixture? You care about oh, the chess game. <laughs> now, City boss Pep Guardiola says they have to give everything to finish the season with the league trophy because they are so close. There's no time to keep something on the fridge, in the fridge. So we have to, we have to give everything. It's so close. Not too close to be in the Premier League, so close to finish the season. And the season, in the, especially in the Premier League, of course. We have one game in hand and important the tough games for everything. Yesterday we saw Brighton. We have to go there. I'll give my hand. I'm really impressed again how, how they play against the tough openers United and so many, many tough games for, for everyone. So that's why the games at home, we have just two. Leeds in Chelsea and we need our people, please tomorrow, come everyone at 3 p.m. You don't have anything better than than to do. Um, City boss Pep Guardiola speaking there. Now, um, Sam Allada is the new boss of Leeds United and he has been hailing Pep Guardiola actually, but he added that Pep Guardiola has the backing of his owners and when it comes to buying, that is why he's shocking a lot of success at the club. So, Dela, we cannot take a listen to what Sam Allardyce said ahead of this particular game between Leeds and City. Oh, man, I think he's brilliant. He's done a huge amount for the Premier League since he's been here. And uh, and I think that, um, you know, when you when you see what, what, what he's achieved, and I know we can talk about it, the backing, which is every successful football club, it's not... You know, just the coach or the players, it's the backing behind that, the recruitment behind that. 
and the recruitment that they've had has been spot on and his, and his management style over over the years um, has, has been fabulous. The sad thing is for us is they're in the best form they've been in all season because they've won nine on the trot. So we hope we can find them a, a, a space or two to cause them some, some problems. And hmm. So from hmm. um, up there with Pep and Klopp now to... It says if you have the backing yeah. of the of 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 your owners, yeah, you can do make you it. It's not just that, about coaching. Do you say that he doesn't want to give full credit to Pep Guardiola? I don't know, but he says that he's on the same level <laughs> with Pep Guardiola and Georgian Klopp Ooh, and those kind of coaches. Yeah, Samala But you heard him yesterday or two days ago. <laughs> he said it that they are on the same level. Yeah. So now he's trying to say that these guys are performing because oh, probably okay. they have money to buy better players and quality no, players. That's how come they are making it. But like, we should also give credit to Pep Guardiola for identifying the right place. No, in the I'm trying place. to interpret what okay. the man said. That's the question uh-huh. you asked so, me. I'm not comparing oh, the two. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm not saying uh-huh. that. So I'm saying that uh-huh. a club in, in London has spent 600 million pounds. They are not delivering. <laughs> That's it too. Exactly. So in fact, over 600 million in one season. Pep Guardiola spent on the right place. Say Chelsea and be free. Chelsea, the Blues. Uh-huh. They spent 600 million pounds in the last transfer windows, two transfer windows. Over 600. They are not, they are not delivering. Also, yes. Yeah. So I'm saying that we should give credit to Pep Guardiola for even identifying the right players. Anyway, that's your view. Samaladais has a different view. Uh, Javier agrees. Yeah. Sam, Sam, Sam says what? <laughs> Big he's up there. He's up there. He's up there. He's the same level with Pep and uh, Klopp. Klopp, yeah. There's those knowledge. kind of, yeah. Coaches <laughs> that people, <laughs> you people are glamouring about, <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, just two years. He went on leave <laughs> to go enjoy life in Saudi Arabia with his wife. Oh, 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 he's made money. Oh, he needs to enjoy life. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hey, I might be 68 and look old. There's nobody ahead of me in football terms. Not Pep, not, not Klopp, not Arteta. So it's all there with me. And I share it with them. They, they, they do what they do. I do what, do what I do. But in terms of knowledge and depth of knowledge, I'm up there with them. I'm not saying I'm better than them, but certainly as good as they are. He's not saying he's better than them, but he's as good as they are. <laughs> I like him. I like his confidence he's level. Very confident, man. Yeah. yeah. But he's not up there. Okay, anyway. And, and, and who says he's not up there? He's up there. And his team is playing against uh, Manchester City. Yeah, yeah Leeds, yeah. It's a pep. It's ready about it. So maybe there could be a surprise. That's our prayer anyway. Okay, let's move on. So we have. Tottenham Hotspur versus Crystal Palace today as well. Now, Crystal Palace manager Roy Hossin says he knew his players could get the club out of trouble when he was taking over. I don't know what my expectations were, really. I think it's always better when you come into a new job keeping expectations at a level which the reality that you find yourself in will give you a chance to, to match. Right from the start, I found a group of players that I thought were good and, and believed in, and I believed they, they would get the club out of trouble. But in terms of do I expect to get to this point with four matches left to play, I, I can't really say that I did. But on the other hand, I can't either say it was something that I really thought about. So, Della, for, 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 for our information, Crystal Palace are now 11th ahead of Chelsea. Okay. So Chelsea are 12th. They are above Chelsea. Yes, yes. So, Crystal Palace on the 11th spot with 40 points. Chelsea's 12th with 39 points in there. Actually, but Chelsea has been on that 37, mm, 30, 39 mm. for a long time. Mm. What about 10 matches without winning? So how, how do you... The, 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 the decline is extraordinary. Yeah. So <laughs> 10 solid matches At 4.30pm today, we have Liverpool versus Brentford. Liverpool manager Georgian Klopp has assured the fans they will bring in players in the summer and they will be stronger. People will bring in players. We will bring in players. I'm pretty sure that we bring the players we want and the players who will help us. I'm pretty confident that it's what we never know 100% until they're signed. But that's not new uh, to us. And that, that 
some clubs might try that. I don't know. But there's, uh, let me say it like this: if you go, you you identify a position or something like that, and then you have not only one option on a position. So that means in Atlanta, there should all be good. To be honest, really good. Of course, you might have a favorite or stuff like this. But if the other club is then doesn't want to sell, or somebody else will pay the price, then we cannot go with that. But it's not usually we got the players we wanted, and if we want them, and we can that one thing is then can we afford them, and then they are here. Hmm. All right. Okay. So that was Liverpool manager Georgian Club speaking there. Now tomorrow we have Newcastle United versus Arsenal 3:30 p.m. For me, this is Arsenal's most important game within this period, and their boss Mikel Arteta is expecting a tough game tomorrow. Very different game. A year ago, different players, different game. Uh, we're gonna have to play much better than we did last year, that's for sure. And we know that it's going to be a really tough game because, especially at home, they've been really, really good. Yeah, we had a few. Certainly, um, that was a game. I think it was a game that we deserved to win. We did it at the end, and uh, yeah, they are a really good side. They are well coached. They have good players. Um, the right environment around the club right now, so they're in a good place. So that was uh, Mikel Ateta speaking there. At 6 p.m., we have West Ham United versus Manchester United. That is tomorrow. United boss Eric Tehan says they will bounce back from their last defeat to Brighton. We have every time in the season when we had a defeat and we bounce back. So I count on my players, I count on my team. We have to, to do it again. And so there's no time. Uh, to to stay in this, uh, so in one hour uh, we go to the game from West Ham United and all focus on that and we prepare them and we make a good plan. The players have to, the players have to take responsibility uh, and they will do. I count on them. Uh, they have to to do it and they can do it. Then let's go to Spain because tonight at 8 p.m. is the Copa del Rey final between Real Madrid and Osasuna. And of course, so we are going to monitor that particular game. So tonight at 8 p.m., Real Madrid Osasuna. That is the Copa del Rey final in Spain. Moving on to the Italian Serie A. It's almost over. It's over actually for Napoli. But in terms of the fixtures, at 1 p.m. today, we have AC Milan versus Lazio. Race for the tops for is on at 4 p.m. We have AS Roma versus Inter Milan. Yeah, big game in there. And tomorrow there's Atlanta Juventus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So race Another for the top four. Yeah. Yeah. And at 4 p.m. Napoli versus Fiorentina at the Diego Armando Maradona Stadium. Now oh, right. to the German Bundesliga, we have Freiburg versus RB Leipzig. 1:30 p.m. today. 4:30 p.m. Where the Bremen will be playing as host to Bayern Munich. And then tomorrow Borussia Dortmund will be playing against Wolfsburg. In the lastly in the French Liga, we have um, Angers versus AS Monaco at 11 a.m. tomorrow. And at 6:45 p.m. we're gonna see Paris Saint Germain versus. Troyer in the let me quickly wrap up with the calf Champions League fixtures in the semi-finals. You know, you know we are at the semi-final stage, uh-huh. okay? So mm-hmm. we have um Esperance the Tunis versus Al Ali. That game will be played on 12th May 2023. With that athletic club will be playing against Mamalodi Sundowns. Yeah, Sundowns, yeah. Sundowns yeah. is they are in the form of their life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like before I go, let me say good morning to the Shanty Regional Director of the National yeah, 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 yeah. Imano Kodrapia, hardworking yeah, guy, you know. Soak the show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Iman, good, 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 good morning to you. Your senior most guy, Javier Clemente, yeah. he's always forgetting about you. Uh, no, 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 oh, you see. What's <laughs> that? <laughs> no, no, but, 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 but you see, when, when, when he impressed me the most was, was, uh, was it a Kotoko Eduana game, uh, which which was played at the Babaya yeah, Sports Club? Yeah, Kotoko Eduana, yeah. Rim fell heavily on that day. Mm, but, mm. And look at the quality of the pitch. Yeah, yeah. Kotoko is a hard-working yeah, guy. Not yeah, look at the quality that. of the he's pitch. Doing, he's doing so Solid. well. Ha- have you said Marvelously fe- well. Have you said at first they used to use foam? Yes. Oh, I don't know the foam. Oh, of course. Yeah, we observed it at the foam. How many people bust? I don't know how many people bust. You know, they wind it. That's what they do. Solid job he's doing there. Yeah, yeah. Good morning. 
Good morning, Kojo, once again. But let me say happy birthday to you, uh, Mr. George Ade Owusu. You are a retired educationist. And um, this is coming from your wife um, and then your your daughter, your your son, as well as your, your grannies, that is Papa and Mommy. Uh, they say that they wish you the best of everything, Grandpa uh, George Ade Owusu. Okay, so um, Uncle George, we wish you the best of everything. We pray for God's blessings. We pray for long life and we pray for good health as well. So, happy birthday to you once again, George Ade Owusu, a retired educationist. We hope that you have a blast and you're going to enjoy your day to the max. Alright. Okay, so what else are we going to do? Now, let's get straight into um, the stories. But as I said earlier, I want us to um, place some emphasis on Napoli and all they've done. Um, Phil, let me start with you. 33 years. and Okay, fine. Have you... Can no, you no, no, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Now, <laughs> I don't know why you, you paused. No, I thought you were... Uh, no, they're about uh, 33 years, Napoli um, winning the Scudetto. I mean, for me, Dela, you see, it's, 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 it, it goes beyond football. So, if you go to Italy, generally, the southern part of Italy is, 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 is the most impoverished part of Italy. Um, Turin is in the north, Milan is in the north, Bergamo is in the north. All the big Italian towns and cities and regions are in the north. Of course, that's why the capital is in the north. Um, for Napoli, Naples, um, Capri, Sicily, um, Roma, all of those um, cities in the middle belt to the south, they've not really seen development. The things that you see with them generally is um, a lot of archaeological stuff when the Greeks invaded. Because when the Greeks invaded in the 8th and 9th century, they went to the, 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 the southern part of Italy using the southern Italian peninsula. So for them, that's what they are known for. Most of African brothers are in the southern part of Italy. Naples have not really seen it. The topography of the lands in the southern part of Italy is one that is hilly and mountainous. So if you want to go into a place for tourist attraction and go and see those stuff. That's where you go to. Farming hasn't been the best. You know, most Italians have are into a lot of farming and some economic activities and stuff like that. They say that everything is in the north. It's been a very long time. In fact, since the last time that Juventus won the league, there have been two other teams. Now with Napoli, three other teams have won the league. And this is the first time. And it tells you exactly why Southern Italy is always behind. Milan has won it, International Milan has won it, and of course Juventus have won it in that run as well. Now that Napoli has have also won it. And if you look at all of this in context of where Napoli have come from, going to relegation, changing their name, Oriere De Laurentiis buying the club, making sure that they come through it between 2010, 2012, 2013 coming, they won the Italian Coppa Italia, came to win the Super Coppa Italia and all of those things, and now climaxing it with winning the um, Scudetto. I, I think that's. I think that's. It's. It's. It's beautiful. And and the celebrations were always going to be um, somewhat going haywire because for Southern Italy, it's a win. But the rare wins that sometimes they get on, on Northern Italy, they don't. They don't easily get those wins. And in football, they've been able to use. Usually, they call Naples the biggest town and the biggest region or city in in Southern Italy to lead them to get something like this. Usually, they would have wanted these things to happen a lot of the time and and, and and they're excited most of the towns and cities down there are either on relegation battles and what have you so for them to be able to win against milan the two milan clubs against turin um, juventus and of course against a, a, a club from bergamo in atlanta it's a big one for them and also for me there are luciano spalletti is seen as a nearly man i mean he's not he doesn't get the respect that he's supposed to be getting in italy he had only just won one um league cup in Russia in 2010 and 
all the people in Italy who are always criticizing him says, you know what, Spalletti's teams play well, they go close, they never win. I remember something I saw, they said, Spalletti is always a bridesmaid, never a bride. And and that was very, very sad to hear. Mm. Uh, Spalletti being described as that. He's, I think he's over 60. And then it's 64. 64. Now, it's 64 he's yet, yeah. oldest manager now to have won the Scudetto. I think that he, he has done a very, very good job. Very, very good job. Before Finally, that, he's, he's going to get a recognition he deserves. Yes, mm. yes, yes. And and yesterday, I think um, um, uh, um, Tutu, Tutu Spo in Italy were saying that he's they are very happy that he has gotten what he has gotten because in that generation of Italian managers, they think that he's the least recognized. What would have been going through your mind if you were Khalidu Kolibali by now? Yeah. After captaining this team for that long, and the season he leaves for Chelsea, yeah. that's the season Napoli wins the league. Yeah. I wonder what might be going through his mind. It will be sad, definitely. It will be sad. And he's at a club that is going to go trophyless anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, Chelsea is going to struggle for a while, but that's for another day. Khalidu Koulibaly, I think what even makes it even worse, what's going to make it worse for him is he was part of that Borussia Sarri team that went very close to head, to head with Juventus. Came second and never won. And since then, it had been difficult for them to even stabilize. So he he could have stayed on for a while, for another season, and maybe gone on to win. But then he never did. He wanted a new challenge. He had stayed there for a very long time. And he was going. He needed a new challenge. Yes, the new challenge is not going well. But maybe sometimes life just happens. And he has to understand that it hasn't been the best time at Chelsea Football Club. So at the end of the day, for me, I think that's generally through the players. Uh, Maurice, um, Luciano Spalletti, the good job that he has done over there. And they're like, you know, in that team, only five of them had won leagues elsewhere. And none of them had ever won an um, European top five league trophy in terms of the league trophies. None of them had won that. This is the first time Victor Chieme himself is winning something. Kim Jamin, Jesus, um, um, everybody in the team, the captain, Mered, um, 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 Indombele, Lobotka, Serge Anguissa, Kovariskalia, um, <laughs> everybody, um, Simeone's son, um, Simeone, everybody in the team, the first time they are winning a top five European League trophy. And, and I think it's exciting for the city of Naples, for Di Laurentiis, for the Napoli club, for Southern Italy, for, 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 for the black people in Southern Italy, for the people in the club. It's a huge one. And I think that it is going to be even more. De la, I heard you when you were mentioning the records of Victor CMA yeah. and how good he has done. But I think that the bigger one is going to come at the end of the season if he wins the Coppa Camponieri. He's going to be the first African to win the Italian Coppa Camponieri. It has not happened before. If he wins it, there he goes. He has done a very good job and he deserves it. If you go through the story of Victor CMA from Abia Kota, Nigeria, coming through everything, his family, he was hawking ice water, goes to gets a big break, goes to that and that under 19 and a 17 World Championship, gets scouted, and now here he is. And there is that picture on social media that I think Adela is going to break the record for, for me, the best picture that I have seen taken. I think that, that picture is going to be better than even, it is going to go close to that Pele, Pele's record of he being, um, he being held up when he won that World Cup and then close to what Diego Mando Mara. I don't know if you've seen that picture. Not yet. He had um, just they had just finished the game and then Osime just enters in the crowd like and he posted it himself and says prophecy he said prophecy what prophecy delivered or so, okay. something like that and, okay. and 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 i think the cma has, has has been on a super ride all right have you we 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 have to definitely give napoli a lot of credit for what they've been able to achieve i mean 
if you look at the style of football, the the the, the brand of football that they, they, they are exhibiting in Italy, it's, it's it's so 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 nice, pleasing to the eyes. It's so nice to see. The, I think I recently I read something about uh, their manager uh, Spalletti when he talked about the fact that anytime he takes up an appointment and uh, you, you sack him, you know he's been at Roma. He won the Coppa Italia with Roma yeah. two times, two times with uh, Roma, Coppa Italia two mm-hmm. times. With Roma. Okay, you sack him. What he does is that he doesn't he doesn't take up a new appointment until the expiration of the, the contract that you sign with him. Even if he's his home. Yes. Oh, okay. You wait till. If he signs for let's say five years or let's say three years with a club, and he does two, and he does, you wait for the one. You, you wait for the one. Take okay. all his money. Mm-hmm. He has a ranch. You just go and see at his ranch. Take take all the money and then look for a new a new adventure. So so he's he's somebody. Uh, when when uh, Roma was was about to play against uh, uh, Napoli, you remember what uh, Mourinho said about 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 him. Spalletti. Uh, Grand Spalletti. Yeah, it's called it Spalletti or whatever. <laughs> Grand Spalletti. <laughs> High praise for the man. Yeah. We are looking at a Napoli team which has suffered to even win the uh, Sudeto for 33 years. Yeah. For 33 years. And the last time they won it was in 1990. They won it in 87 and they won it again in 1990 when legendary Diego Armando Maradona was around. And for 33 solid years, they struggled to, to win a Scudetto. And uh, just like FIFA was, man, if you look at the, 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 the players and the, 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 the scouting that they did, I think that they, they, they did an excellent job. Because most of the players that are playing, uh, look at Indombele. At Tottenham Hospice, there was nobody there. But he goes to Napoli yeah. with, mm. with Spalletti. And uh, he, he's, he's all of a sudden found, found his rhythm and he's playing some very good football. We are looking at the team that was... Relegated to mm-hmm. CRC some years back. Yeah, well, 2006. 2006. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They went to CRC in 2006. They went into financial decline. They were relegated. They were declared bankrupt. They went to CRC as early or as recently as 2006. And this team comes back and they do what they've been able to do. And for me, the celebration for me is welcome because I mean, if you're a club like Napoli, and uh, you 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 play the type of football that they played, and for 33 solid years you've not been able to win anything, and you win it for the first time after 33 years. I think that it's 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 